Hello, and welcome to the Seven Figure Salon podcast. I'm your host, Helena Gibson, founder of Strut Hair Solutions and creator of the Seven Figure Salon Academy. If you're new to our show, this is your one-stop shop for tips, inspiration, uh, hacks, ideas on building a strong foundation for your salon and beauty business. I'm coming to you solo this week, and it's episode 28. And I want to talk to you about the freedom formula. I like the sound of freedom. It means different things to different people. For me, I think of time freedom, which is why I started my business, my first business, which if you can believe was an auto repair shop when I was 24. I did that because I needed freedom to raise my daughter and I needed financial freedom, right? I couldn't have someone else dictating to me when I could be at work and not, I had issues with that, um, trying to pick her up and drop her off. And, and the place that I worked um, was not flexible, which is one of the things that I really tried to do in my business is be flexible for our parents so that they don't feel the ways that I felt, right? A lot of times when we start a business, it's because of something happened to us or we didn't like the way something went down. So we want to do it better ourselves. And that's kind of the situation that happened um, for me. And so in this week, again, the freedom formula, that's what we're going to talk about today. And how do we create freedom in our business? And also, what is that freedom for you? Because that it, it means different things to different people. I know, like, you know, as I said, Kayla is not here today and I miss her terribly, but um, <clears throat> she needed freedom, right? She had things she needed to do. We had a long week and I felt like, you know what? Let her have that time, right? You have to be able to read your team, your people and know what they need, sometimes without them even asking for it, you know? So... The word freedom is seven letters. And so this freedom formula is seven steps to get you closer to freedom and whatever that means for you. So I'm going to come at you quick this time, as I always do. And hopefully these tips really do help you make a transformation in your business. I can tell you, I heard this freedom formula back in January at an intensive that I had attended, and it was really powerful. And I've been checking these seven steps for the last two or three months, and I've really noticed a difference in my business. And the first one, the F for freedom, is gonna be activities that move the needle forward. I like to call those KPIs, key performance indicators. What are those tasks that we can work on in our business that will move it forward? Because there's certain things we have to do, that busy work, I call that non-prime time stuff that I typically do in the evenings after dinner, because I feel like during business hours, I need to be working on things that are creating revenue, right? Those key, those key drivers, that busy work, it still has to get done, but those aren't needle movers. So that's one of the things I want you to think about. What are the needle movers in your business to get you towards your goals? What, whatever those goals are for you. Number two, the R, is realign your priorities to the right things. Another thing that I have to talk with my team often is, and I actually made a checklist, is when we don't have clients, what are the most important things to do and in what order? Even my assistant, sometimes she'll do something and I'll say, oh no, or, or I'll say, I, I want you to do this, but this isn't important. It's like put this when you have nothing else to do, which then it probably will never get done and by then I'll forget, let's be real. But 
This is not important. This is just something I would like to do. So you want to prioritize your tasks on what is important. And I don't think we spend enough time in that. Don't get caught in the busy work because that's easy, right? Those, those needle movers are tough. Like for me, the podcast and giving to you is a needle mover. I'm creating value. I'm creating trust. I'm showing you that I show up. You know, I've been in business 19 years. I'm not going anywhere, right? And I think that's really important. Today would have been really easy to not have shown up when I felt like Kayla needed the day off. I thought, well, I've got all these things I'm working on with our uh, coaching program. I'm creating the success kit and all of these things that we need to do. I could just skip this week. It'd be so easy. But that's not... That's, this is a needle mover. This is important. This is a priority. This is more important than those other things I just listed. So that's what, so that's where it gets easy to get in the busy stuff because it's easy to do. And the hard stuff is hard to do. You really have to push yourself. So, but those things will get you to the freedom that you want later doing that hard stuff in the front end. Number three E is empower others to execute for you and delegate. And you can't do it all because I can tell you I've tried. I stayed up till 1.30 last night preparing for this and working, as I said, on our success kit. Plus I had some videos I needed to watch and all of these things. And it's Sunday night and I'm thinking, why am I sitting here still at 1.30? Well, one, because I like it and what else would I be doing? Um, and again, I, I thrive on that. but you have to delegate certain things. So I hired another assistant in um, January and that has been life-changing. Brooke is amazing. She does so many things for me that are so important to the business, but I can't do it all. And there has to be things that you give over to someone else. And Kayla, she does a ton of stuff in the store for me. I couldn't be here today if it wasn't for the things she did all of last week for us. So it's all of those things and all of the people in our business and also my team in Fresno, you know, those girls, those girls make it so easy for me to be a remote owner. They, they own, they, they own their positions. They support me. They trust me and where I'm taking us. And that stuff is invaluable. It's priceless. So what can you delegate? You can't do it all in your business if you want to scale. I, again, you, you just can't. And why would you want to do it all by yourself anyway, right? It's so great to watch other people rise and watch other people grow. And I can tell you every single one of the girls on my team are not the same people that they were when they joined my team. They have all gotten so much better and grown so much. And I feel so honored and privileged to have been a part of that and watch that. So what can you delegate? Okay, one, it gets it off your plate and two, it gives somebody else the opportunity to rise up to the occasion. Number four, eliminating anything that is not a core competency. That would also be E. So E, eliminate anything that's not a core competency. So we all know if you've read my, my blogs that writing is not my strong suit as far as I write how I speak, which I think is a good thing. However, sometimes I miss a grammar spelling and I just love it when a client sends me back my, my MailChimps and says, you misspelled that. It's not my core competency, but I am still trying to get my message out. So now I have my daughter proofread all the stuff before we send it out. Now, sometimes something slips by her because I've waited till the last minute and have to just get it out, which you'll know that when you see it. 
But the point is, is core competency. We don't, we're not, we don't have strengths in everything. Figure out what those things that are not yours and that's okay and delegate that off. It, it's okay. We don't have to be experts at everything. And that's taken me a long time to come to terms with, but you know, I'm not great at everything, but there are a few things I'm really awesome at. And that's what I try to focus my attention on. Number five is D for data-driven marketing. You've got to check the data. You've got to know your numbers. You've got to know what's going on in your business so you can see what you can tweak, what needs your attention. Um, we just created a dashboard for all of our social media channels and for also with our um, email list, what we're doing so we can see the engagement. And I'm digging even deeper into the numbers because if you aren't paying attention, how do you change anything if you don't know what's happening? It's kind of like your weight on the scale, right? You've got to see the data so you know how to adjust. And I kind of look at that like in, in my business. Number six is going to be O for optimizing consistently for compounding growth. So we checked the data. So now we need to assess where our focus needs to go. What did that data say? Did you gain five pounds? Do you need to watch it on what you're eating this week? Or are you on task? You need to see where your energy and time needs to be deployed. Again, why we do our team meetings. Actually, I have a friend. She does team meetings every day before they start their day, which I would love to do. However, I'm not in my um, stores every day, but I think that's really awesome. We do ours every Tuesday. And then if I'm not going to be there on Tuesday, now I started sending a memo to where they know kind of what my thoughts would have been if we would have had the meeting so I can keep us on track for the week anyway. I really like those beginning of the weeks to just kind of set up where you're going to go. And a lot of times people don't know what to say during the meetings and so forth, but it's really a time for everybody to grow together as a team and keep you guys all on the same page. And the last one, number seven, because you all know I love seven, number seven is M for multiply profits by scaling what's working. How can we do more of what's working? How can we leverage that and kind of multiply? Um, I kind of think of that like with the uh, stock market as far as uh, compounding interest and how that just like how the story about where it starts with a penny and then it compounds itself. And at the end of the month, it's worth like a million dollars. It's kind of the same thing. You start with that penny, that one thing you see that's working and how can you multiply that? Is that by delegating? How can you do more of whatever that activity is for your business? So this is some really powerful stuff. And I would invite you to look this over these seven steps in your business and where are you and how could you improve? Because if you're not measuring, you, you really just don't know where you're going and where you need to focus your attention. And as a business owner, that's our job is to see where, where you know, how we're going to lead the ship and so forth, especially if you want to scale, especially if you want to scale to six figures, seven figures in your business. You won't get there with what you've been doing that got you where you're at now. Right. You're going to have to level up those skills and you're going to have to put in the time. And right now, not to knock everybody self-reflecting and spending time on themselves and all that with COVID and this whole, you know, um, let me get back to what's important to me, which is important, obviously. But you got to spend the time on your business, too. I think a lot of people are taking their eyes off their business and they're really going internal 
and that's good, but we already, we did that the first two months when COVID happened and we were all closed. Now it's time to get to work and back on your business and focus in if that's what you want. See, that's the thing too. It's okay if you don't want to be a seven-figure business. That's not for everybody. And you don't owe anybody an explanation on that. I think a lot of people get caught on, and I used to do that too, on what was expected of me, what society said I was supposed to do, that you have to drive to these, these unrealistic un ideals, and you don't. What, is, what do you enjoy? What do you want? And that's okay. It doesn't have to be the same for everybody. And I think that Instagram and social and all that have really messed a lot of that up for all of us. You know, I know I struggle with that sometimes too. Like um, sometimes when I think about, uh, you know, expanding my brick and mortar stores. And then I think, is that really what I want? Or is that what I should? I feel like society's telling me I should do, or those other voices are telling me that that's not really what I want. So you really have got to definitely figure out what's important to you, but don't spend too much time with your eye off the ball because somebody else is working like myself 24 seven, staying up till 1:30 in the morning to hit that ball out of the park. So just remember that, right? What is the, oh, there was a quote about that. Something about success is not free. The rent is due every day. So, you know, we, we do have to pay our dues on that. So, okay, hopefully you got a ton of tips on there. Seven tips you can Im implement right now in your business. If you got massive value from this episode, please leave us a review and hit subscribe. This is so important that we get all of these tips and things out to other business owners so that they know that there's somebody in their corner where they have support that's just like them. I'm no different than you guys. You know, I'm still trying to figure all this out myself, even after 19 years in business, right? It's always changing. And that's what I love about it. There's always room to grow and get better. And I don't have all the answers, but I am constantly working on figuring it out and hacking how we can do all of this better and sharing it with you guys. If you'd like to go deeper with us, you can visit the Seven Figure Salon website. We have a button on there where you can book for a coaching call and see how we can help you with your business. And until then, we will see you on another episode next week. Have a great week, guys.